Okay, hey guys, welcome to episode 70 something. I think it's 74. <laughs> I'm not sure. When I posted, you will see it. Of the first X Minutes podcast, um, I'll be your host. Wrote me down, well, like, you find me on Twitter at Papi underscore the great. Forget, forgive the um, not so high level of enthusiasm, being stuck at home for God knows how long now. And um, it's not really the best of sight when all you do is change from 90 to 90 or from pyjamas to pyjamas. Um, the sports world, football world has gone silent for a while now. And um, well, everybody's just biding the time, hoping that COVID-19 will find its way to where it came from and things can return to normal. Uh, speaking of normal, this is not your usual normal podcast session where I will be running it alone. I have a guest, a female is in the building. I rarely get the females, it's mostly the males. And it's been a tough one for me. All of them are either busy, they're with their husbands, or taking care of their kids. So um, I found myself um, I find myself very lucky to be featuring a special lady with two very special names, very long and very, very special names. Um, but she'll be introducing herself. Please introduce those names in full, unless we'll fight. So those two names in full, um, the club you support, and um, of course, the club that you hate the most. The time starts now. Oh, hi, everyone. Um, Mosimilulu, Uluwa fan, Botini. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Wow. I go with the name um, on Twitter, football details, at Uluwa Botini. With how many eyes? With three eyes. Okay, three eyes. Okay, all right. So what yeah. club do you support? Yeah, I'm a Manchester fan. Wow. Um, Which of the Manchester? Let's be guided. Manchester United fan, oh, okay. of course. Oh, okay, okay. And then, uh, which club do you hate the most? I hate Barcelona. <laughs> there's, there's hate in the voice. Why? <laughs> Wait, why do you hate Barcelona? <laughs> why do you hate Barcelona? You didn't even hesitate to say, um, let me think, or let me think. Or you said it straight. Why do you hate Barcelona so much? It's just the childhood hate. I, oh, I never... Never really fancied the Catalan giant, yeah? Yeah. Ah. And Messi and the like, I never fancied oh, them. Wait, so... Even my Ronaldinho was still there, I never fancied um, ah. Baka. Wow. But, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, let me guess. If they said uh, Team Messi versus Team Ronaldo now, I know where you stand already. I don't need to ask yeah. you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't need to ask. <laughs> okay, so you find, um, I guess, Simi, I'll call her Simi for short, because by the time I finish calling the name of the, uh, a full name, the podcast might have just run over. So um, I'll call her Simi for the purpose of this um, episode. You find her on Twitter at Oluwagbo Temi. That's Oluwagbo Temi. T-E-M-double-triple-I with three I's. So, um... I'm not sure where to start, though, but um, let's let's start, let's start with the economics, basically, because um, I was listening to a Bloomberg podcast and they were talking about what if what happens if sports can no longer fill stadiums. Well, sports can no longer fill stadiums now because um, people are staying at home, social distancing is the other of the day, except in Belarus or Belarus. Uh, whatever you like to call it, that's the only place where football is still being played in the whole wide world as we speak. That's football yeah. on the pitch, yeah. So, um, yeah. What, how do you think, how do you think this will affect 
football clubs like your daddy Manchester United in terms of income um, income generated um, revenue ticket sales merchandise sales everybody's at home now nobody's almost nobody the only thing people are caring about to buy now is probably food um, edibles and just things that will keep them going from day to day. So the last thing, or probably second to the last thing on anybody's mind now is buying game consoles or jerseys or boots or scarves, club scarves showing um, support for the club. So how do you think this is hurting the economy, the account balance of teams around the world, clubs, um, football, um, to be precise? Um, it's going to hurt them for for a while, Sha. Um, for example, now I think like two days ago, my cousin who stays in Belarus okay. like messaged me. I like ah, when I said I was bored, you're like ah, he's not bored. They can still watch. I was like ah, wow. God, can I just disappear and to appear Belarus. in Belarus? <laughs> <laughs> because the he stays in Belarus, like, yeah. Yeah, he wow. got married to, to one of the citizens. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I always envy so, them, though. I mean, they can still watch football there. I heard, I read yeah. in the New York Times article by um, um, Robbie Smith that um, they're still even allowing fans to come into the stadium. I don't think they're bothered about social distancing yet or anything like that. Fans can still come to the stadiums to watch games. Um, it's not as if they're playing behind closed doors and all of that. Before today, day i think the, this week the australian a league was actually pretty on before they went on um on a break um because of the covid 19 um, virus and um all of that so um we've concluded that it's a hurt teams and all of that however still sticking with the teams and i will connect your love for manchester united and the teams how did your support for manchester united start where did this can you remember was it a player that made you fall in love with the team was it the manager was it their style of play what exactly made you fall in love with manchester united um i fell in love with manchester united because of Puba. oh I, wow yes, so that is a I young like... fan yeah, I idolize Puba a lot. And I will idolize people who even have, like, who adopt the nickname. Wow. Anyway. Then, yes, I also like Igalo. I've followed Igalo for years. Even mm. while he was in Watford and everything. Mm. And before he came to Manchester. So, mm. I think, for me, it's Puba and Igalo. Mm. But Puba oh. earlier. And I love, I, I just love the Koba family. I love their mom, the support their mom gives them. Mm, like mm. always there and everything. And so, I also love the performance and everything. Okay, so you're not one of those people who think that um, Pogba is holding down the club in terms of his behavior, the behavior of his um, agent, Minerayola, and the things he has been saying to the club, to the Social and everything like that. You're not of the opinion that Manchester United will be better off without Paul Pogba. I don't think so. He'll be fine. He'll come back <laughs> if, if he wants to. It's okay, a decision. But, okay, okay. If you're a fan now, we are, let's say we are making a fan poll now. Um, mm. And we say, oh, hey, Simi. So we are making a fan poll and we want to see if um, Manchester United will be better off with or without Pogba. What would you, would you want him to leave once the COVID-19 is done and dusted with? Or would you want him to stay? after the um, pandemic is over? I want him to stay, mm. but the decision is his, not okay. mine. 
of course but mm. on the, your opinion you would want him to stay for as long as possible yeah i want yes i want him to stay mm. okay speaking of pogba your um by the way for listeners um this is the first x minutes podcast and um i have simi um as my guest feature on this episode now simi is she plays the game also and she's a goalkeeper well she prefers goalkeeper position now i want to ask her how does a goalkeeper idolize a midfielder like i mean let me that, that's there, there'll be two questions in one now why did you choose the goalkeeper position one then two how come a goalkeeper is not idolizing a fellow goalkeeper and is idolizing a midfielder i idolize a goalkeeper but i think pogba pogba okay. goes oh, pogba before him Man- okay pogba is for manchester united now right Yes. Okay, so let's start with your goalkeeping history. Why everybody always runs for that position? You know when we were when we were still little and we we're playing street football, everybody's like, "Who's going to keep out?" No, everybody runs away. Nobody wants to keep or standing between the sticks or in between the two stones or two tires or whatever is being or was being used back then, um, a street football. So why did you go for the goalkeeping position? Mm, uh, why I went for the goalkeeping position? Actually, I've been. I've been a goalkeeper for 12 years. Whoa. Six of the years I was a goalkeeper for handball. Then oh. six other years. Oh wow. Wow. Nice. I'm a goalkeeper for <laughs> football. Wow. Anyway, um I chose the goalkeeping position because one then when I started playing football handball, I didn't have because handball is is very violent. I didn't have like the stamina. I'm so okay. slim. I don't have body. I'm kind of weightless and everything. <laughs> kind of weightless. So, <laughs> okay. so, by playing handball in secondary school, I was just one. People were always pouncing on my head, pouncing on my head. That's one, because people were always pouncing on and my head. I think head. the shots are more ferocious in handball than in football. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, after, apart from that, I also love to, I love to see the field because as a goalkeeper, it's just as if you are you are a fan at the stadium watching like the match you oh, could okay. see everything that is going on you can see that this made me feel that I always play nonsense yeah. i don't like i i i just like it because he gives he gives me like a stadium view mm, mm, of, mm. but yeah. then, then again though it depends on the team you are playing against because if you are playing against a team that's much more tougher than yours you'll be doing more than just watching because you have to be doing a whole lot of Scoreline yeah, is not as embarrassing um as, as as it should be. But then again, goalkeeper uh I have a goalkeeper on this episode of the podcast. Now I'm thinking of all the things we said we we're going to talk about on this show and one of them was the fact that uh, we we discussed that we're gonna um talk about the season football season Europe's top five leagues before it went off and we'll be looking at things from this angle of picking one player from each league that you um what's the word now you thought was the best overall before the um league went on COVID-19 yeah COVID mm. yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm purposely saying COVID-19 for a reason so um in England in Spain in Italy in um Germany and um in France so let's start with let's start with let's start with Italy before the Serie A went on a break which play which player do you think was outrightly the best um in the 2019-2020 season mm. I I know you should know the person I want to say. Um, Cristiano. 
Oh, I didn't even see that coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, but it's okay. not even the highest goal scorer. It's yeah, it's immobile. Um, it's 27 goals and 107 shots. Um, yeah. Of course, of yes. my sentiment. Okay, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go for a long time. Yeah, both. Right, right. Okay, so um, in in the English Premier League, please don't say Gallo. And don't say Bruno Fernandes. No, no. Hapa, why oh. are you just... I know, but I, I've already cut off all your options. <laughs> oh wow, wow, wow! I should go and put my church. Wow, I just knew what was coming. So please, oh, don't no, go. Okay. I know what. Feel free, feel free, feel free. So, so that's why I said you Okay, okay, okay. So you feel like Sadimani, if, if the season has continued up to now, we'll probably have won PFA Player of the Year or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, in Spain, I'm sure I'm sure I'm not expecting Messi. So let me just let me just not in, in the Spanish uh, La Liga. Uh, yes, actually, I had no choice. You very good dribbler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't have that much hate towards him. Oh. Okay. 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 But it's just for Barca that you have the hate for, not necessarily Lionel Messi. I have hate for him, but ah. not like the way I have for Baka. Oh, God. He's wow. not personal. Compli- yeah, not yeah, personal. I get it. It's just professional, yeah? No, it's professional. Yeah. <laughs> professional hit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in German, in the German Bundesliga, who would you be picking? Um, okay. Hmm, this is a very tight one. I hope you're not going Can to see I... Erling Haaland. Yeah, I'm going to see Erling. He impressed me like really, really well, really, really well. Took to the lead like um doctor with his pace and everything. Then um Jadon Sancho. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two that's players, like the company. Two players from um, Borussia Dortmund. Okay, in France, who would you pick? Mm-hmm. Um, Mbappe, um, Kailan, yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, Kylian Mbappe, yeah. Yeah. Mm. like the backbone of PSG. PSG setup. Okay, so that's inside the money in England. Um, Erling Haaland and Jadon Sancho in Germany. Of course, Lionel Messi in um, Spain. Cristiano Ronaldo and Ciro Immobile in Italy, in Italy, and um, Kylian Mbappe in France. Okay, so uh. I'm trying to remember, was there any other thing we, have, we haven't touched on that we said we're going to discuss about? Because everybody's complaining, oh, the Italian, um, the football season, there's no content to talk about, there's nothing to discuss about. However, football fans have still found a way to ensure that the discussion continues on social media via either going, um, talking about what could have been or talking about what has been. Now, before I let you go, I'll put you on the spot about what has been. Now, what is your fondest, what's your most memorable, the most memorable moment that you have from um, your footballing or football watching career? Let me put it that way. What's the game, what's the event you saw that you, 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 you always say to yourself every time, there is no way I can forget this image in my head. This event, this goal, this tackle, this player, this that one moment, the World Cup moment, Champions League final, Premier League, African Cup of Nations, Copa Libertadores. What what moment is that that you say to yourself every time? I can never ever forget. Okay, um, I'm not. Will I say 
I will say that because I'm a lady, so I I love like women football and okay, all. Okay, of course, of course, it's um, football. So I think the goal um, as a start called I can't remember the country during the FIFA Women's World Cup. Okay, I, she I, she got nominated I think for the and she got nominated for the um, Hyundai I think okay. goal of okay. the tournament. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I think um, that was the one that scored in the group stages. I think. Yeah, you know we were crashed out as usual. <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just touch on. You say crashed out as usual. That means no. Nigerians are probably not usually hyped up when it's a time for the women's World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Even the for the under something that's going on. Even that they gone. Nobody really went to Agege to watch. But okay. it's um, the and Kelda was coming. Full. It will be now, full and full be fighting their How ring. do you mm. think, as 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 an advocate for women's football, which I know you are very much um, um a, a passionate about, how do you think we can level the um gap? Is it levelable? Can we bridge the gap between men's football and women's football in Nigeria? One, two. If yes, um, how can we do it? If no, why can't we do it? Um, the first thing is that, as we all know, I'm not a feminist anyway, but men and women can never be equal it's not possible okay. like it would be okay it can be maybe 65 60 but it can never be 50 50 mm. <laughs> get okay. but i think the way first and foremost for example let me use myself as an example for example now my parents or actually my dad my dad is a coach he doesn't he knew that i he doesn't encourage like you get me playing football like that. Okay. So I feel that this, the issue with female football sh- should start from the, like the people that are supposed to work, like parents, people in Nigeria, okay. Okay. For, for example, mm. you get mm. like so some people should encourage their words, yes, their mm. words too. So uh-huh. if people can encourage their words, our friends around the female, uh, people encouraging female brethren to to. To play, to play football and everything, yeah, and further their career. Then, I think people will come out to the stadium, not like the empty stadium we seen two weeks ago at Agege. Mm. Not, yeah. Mm. Which, in the heart of Agege and half of them was not full. Oh, mm. Jesus. Because it was the, it was not even the Masisat and Co. It was just some bunch of relatively really little, matter, so. little known yeah that's the is the orientation which i'm trying to connect yeah, together now that people should be sensitized which means that the nigeria women's professional league um which has just been re- rebranded lately or um, recently yeah. should find a way to encourage sensitization to put out more content and it still comes out to when you say sensitization it still comes out to what kind of content are they producing because you look at the men's football the con their content is always constantly in our eyes in our Years, but we intentionally somehow relegate the female football content to the back because we feel like male football content is more exciting, is more feisty, and is more, um, let me use the word troublesome. So I think you're right on the money there. The sensitization part is key, and hopefully we'll be able to bridge the gap, gap between male football and women's football in Nigeria. Oh, by the way, if you don't know... Another thing, okay. another thing is that um, I also feel that journalists too should also do the job because I just see few female journalists talking about. In fact, during that 
three days under seventy qualifiers, whether I could even count up the same people talking about it. I feel even females themselves should go into the journalism mm. career to bring out all these females out mm. because things are happening, mm. like in clubs, there are female clubs that people don't know. Mm. The only thing that the only thing that most people get to know about is maybe a sister when she scores a goal and blah blah blah. But the rest of them, like um. Ngozi Wobi, Ritashi Kuelu, the rest of them. There are also news going on in their About clubs them. that mm. people don't get. People don't get to know. Well, mm. have... So I think Timmy is trying to tell us now that journalists will also invest the time. Um, yeah. So also engage. People just want to do and actually even also become a journalist. Uh, that's what I would do. Mm. Like I, I you know that I don't think yeah, it's just, I don't think I have the flair to be a journalist. Why? What but if I um I'm more of a nutrition person. Oh I like photography. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was going to I was going to blow your um trumpet by saying that oh hey guys, Simi is a guest feature on this podcast, the first thirty minutes podcast, and she's also a nutritionist and she's also a side hustle to include um photography because she covered um high FL games uh, at the University of Ibadan this year, last year, was it this year, last year? Last year, 2019, which takes me to the question. When it comes to orientation and sensitization, I know the IFL is doing pretty much well with men's football, but maybe we can just have a IFL women's football league or something. At least it will be part of the catch them young um, um, routine or procedure, which will do well for everybody and i think should help the country at large on the bigger stages this has been the first six minutes podcast although we've spent 22 minutes um talking um to <laughs> talking to see me um about football basically um you said that your dad is a coach let me just ask you um like what history female football male football is in nigeria no, or abroad? no local football uh, okay yeah no. you are a coach okay. in our hometown okay yeah, i coach some young people sure. okay okay does he uh, involve- people call him they will call him if like his nickname they call him if a coach so oh, okay so, oh, okay yeah that's what he was he was involved in 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 helping some youngsters um to get to know the rudiments of football yes yeah okay that's that's it's like one of the that's like one of the pillars of nigerian football now i mean if you don't catch them young then somebody yeah. from somewhere will just wake up one day and decide that oh there's one superstar in scotland or cyprus or Assyria, who should be playing for Nigeria. And I think what we should be doing very well is what that has also contributed to the community. That means catching them young and teaching them the rudiments of football as early. Yeah, by creating academies. Exactly, exactly. As early as possible. So if you're wondering, Simi is my guest, not Simi the um, singer, but Simi the nutritionist, part-time photographist, a part-time goalkeeper, and um, full-time Manchester United fan. you catch her on Twitter, at um, Oluwagbotemi, that's O-L-U-W-A. I'm, I'm spelling it with English alphabet now. O-L-U-W-A, um, G-B-O-T-E-M-I-I-I. That's three I's. Thank you so much for your time, Simi. Um, so how have you been? Let me, one more question for I let you go. How have you been spending your time in um, your social distancing time? Now that everybody's oh. staying at home, uh, we've been playing games, watching movies, reading books, um, keeping up with the Kardashians. Sorry, 
keeping up with everything going on in Nigeria on Twitter? Yeah, I've been tweeting lately and I've been chatting with my boyfriend lately too. Because hmm, we are jobless. <laughs> then oh, my dad and I just in case you don't know, Simi just finished her BSc program at the University of Abadon. Am I right? Sorry yeah. for exposing you. I needed to you know that yeah, you stayed where you I'm need jobs for now. A job, exactly. Yes, so let yes, me yes. let me advertise for you. So Simi just finished her um degree um the University of Abadon. What course did you study? I studied food technology. Food technology. So feed well, honeywell meals, flour meals. If you guys are looking for a food tech person who you think should um well can be a graduate um trainee or intern or can work at your company, please, my guest is a fresh graduate. Yeah, thank and she's you. Looking very for much. job opportunities. Thank you so much for your time, Simi. Yeah, so this has been the first segment podcast episode 73 or 74 you find it somewhere on the podcast follow me on twitter at papi underscore the great that's papi underscore the great uh, she'll be featuring a whole lot more guys uh, before the end of the podcast and hopefully I'll be able, my fish will be able to catch one more female football enthusiast to feature in the month of March whatever you're doing I hope you stay safe wash your hands use your head don't go out anyhow stay in your house and let's hope pray that sooner than later, COVID, yes, I said COVID-19, will go back to where it came from. <laughs> I'll catch you guys in another episode. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs> Bye.